Hi everyone, welcome to the Queen's Court. I'm Kirsty. I'm Dave. And today we're here with a special edition of the podcast. We are indeed. It's the end of the year, the start of a new year. So we thought we'd look back at 2019 and do a little review, Yes. do some end of year awards. Yes, my memory is so good I can remember everything. <laughs> with the help of a few notes. One or two. Reminders. Reminders, yes. <laughs> yeah, there you are. List of paper as long as you're on. Well, where do you want to begin is the big question. Well, I think we should start your wrestlers of the year, male okay. and female. Okay, do you want to go with yours first? Well, I'll, I'll go, I'll say somebody before you do. Go on then. I'm going for Eddie Ryan. Okay. Eddie's had a fantastic year, I think he's... Uh, He's been to so many shows. He, he's uh, he's started to pick up title belts, championship belts. Now he's he's um, he's changed his gimmick in certain promotions, and it looks fantastic. Uh, and I think at the last count, I think he's got four titles under his belt now. And he's he's done really well. He, he's moving. He's 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 changing his move set. He's doing different moves, and he's really looking. He's really looking positive going into twenty twenty. I think he's. I think twenty twenty is going to be a good year for him as well. How about it's you? a good choice. I, I mean, so. like I considered. Eddie, obviously, mm-hmm. but I didn't go with Eddie ultimately because I kind of thought that, like, yeah, okay, so he's won like titles and stuff, and mm. that's been sort of towards the end of the year. So I just kind of thought to myself, I don't necessarily think that 2019 would have been Eddie's year. I think that 2020 will be Eddie's Fair year. Fair enough. Because I think that everything that he's done so far, it will just like, you know, mm. build into 2020. So I've gone with Dick Riley. Oh, he would have been my second choice. Because every single match that he has has just been so good. Like, obviously, he's had his two matches of David Starr. Yes. Obviously, alongside um, Big Grizzly, he's won the tag team titles at Chaos. Obviously, they lost the titles after that, but that was still, like, a really, really good moment. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, And I just always really enjoy seeing him as well, so... Yeah, well, we all love seeing Dick. To be fair, and uh, we'll have a no, bit of Dick. We do indeed. <laughs> but it, Dick would have been my second choice, if I'm honest with you, Kirsty. Um, there's not there, for me between Dick and, and Eddie Ryan. There's paper thi- a wafer thin choice between them. Uh, you could hold a cigarette lighter, a paper between them, and, but but just for me, just because he's won more titles, I think Eddie just shaded it for me. So, like while we're talking about Dick and Eddie, obviously, previously on the podcast, you said that like because Dick used to be a favourite, and then it was Eddie. Yeah. So. Like I've asked you before, someone puts a gun to your head and says, choose between Dick or Eddie. Who are you choosing now? I think I'm still going to have to go for Eddie. Okay. But only just. Only just. Okay. But what about you? What? Choose between Dick or Eddie? Yeah. Eddie, obviously. Yeah, well, you know. Well, yeah. As Eddie's, Eddie's a good, they're both all good on regs, aren't they? Good eggs all round. <laughs> yeah. You know they are. So who did you go for, for your female wrestler of the year? Well, I've gone for somebody who I'd never seen before this year. And it was Giselle Shaw. I think she looks absolutely fantastic. And the first time I saw was when she she took on Sky Smithson at UPW at their fourth anniversary show early in the year, start of the year. Uh, and um, didn't know her before, but she impressed me then in a fantastic, probably, that was probably my favourite ma- women's match of the year. It was really that good. Uh, and uh, yeah, when I, at first I, took, I just looked at her and thought, wow, you know, when she was doing her flying corkscrews and all that. And every time I've seen her, then she's just impressed with that a little bit more and a little bit more. And yeah, no, so I'm definitely, I definitely think Giselle Shaw will be the uh, my female wrestler of the year. What about you? Good choice there. Mm. Um, so I've gone with Danny Luna. Yes. She impresses me every single oh, yeah, time yeah. I see her as well. I didn't actually know who she was until we went to our first Dragon Pro show. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd never seen her before. 
But yeah, no, I always really, really enjoy her matches. Um, it doesn't really matter who she's going up against. Like you know that you're going to see a really, really good match from her. Whether um, it's against men or women, isn't it? She can, she can take them both, can't she? Yeah, and I like as well that I've sort of seen her in like a range of promotions. So like Dragon Pro, UPW, Attack. Yes. So hopefully that will continue. And reach. And reach. And reach. Yeah, <laughs> we saw in reach as well. Don't forget. Yeah, she's done well. But she's so strong as well, isn't she, Kirst? You know. Mm. she's she, so impressive she is I think like you say probably Danny would have been my second choice too as well I quite liked actually seeing her um, where she had like a couple of like bits in that match last time we saw her at attack where she went up against Big Guns Joe yes it'd be quite interesting if they ever had a singles it would be actually because they'd, they'd be quite well matched I think yeah they would be well matched well they were yeah yeah, yeah they were they were <laughs> fighting each other Sansa, weren't they at attack yeah it was really good no, I really enjoyed that but yeah I'd love to see that match Big Guns Joe against Danny Lou would be great Mm. But Danny's Danny's really impressed. But but so she's your wrestler of the year, yeah, woman wrestler. But is she your favourite woman wrestler of the year? That's really really tricky because there's like mm. so many people to choose from. Now obviously you know because you know, I've not seen enough of Lana Austin to say she's my woman wrestler of the year. But she's my favourite woman wrestler of the year. If, if my favourite woman wrestler, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean. I think Roxy no will probably always be my favourite yeah. women's wrestler, yeah, yeah. but like around here, mm-hmm. um, I would struggle to choose between Danny and Giselle, to be quite honest with you. Fair enough, yeah. No, there are two good choices there, yeah. Like, I'm uh, always really excited to see both of them, yeah. so. I'll tell you who else impresses is Sky Smithson. Yes. Every time I see her, she looks great. I've only seen her a handful of times, mm. but no, I do enjoy seeing her. Yeah, I've only seen her a couple of times this year, but she always looks good. Mm. Uh, Bobby Tyler's another one. Bobby's, Bobby's the UPW Women's Champion. She, she's, she's impressed. She's going to lead some bounds since she went to Japan as well. Chantel Jordan. Sha- oh, Chantel Jordan. Yeah, she's fantastic. We've seen her a few times, shouldn't we? Yeah. And yeah, no, she has impressed. I mean, she impressed me more at both the Southwest Wrestling shows. Agreed. Rather than the UPW show, when she was up against Lan- uh, Danny Luna, apparently, uh, strangely enough. But uh, yeah, but no. So I think everybody's just expecting Danny to win that match, weren't they? Like you said in, on the previous podcast. So it made it a bit more difficult to get invested in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... But no, the Southwest Wrestling, and she's been fantastic, hasn't she? Yeah, so that was that was a good choice. Good choice of woman wrestler. Yeah, for both of us, I think, you know, because I mean, that match would be great, wouldn't it? <clears throat> Can you imagine then if we should have Danny Luna versus Giselle then, just to. I think it'll happen sooner or later. It should. Somewhere it'll happen. It should. You know, if. Uh... They wrestle in like a lot of similar promotions. Yeah, so. well, because well, they wrestle both in reach as well now. Yeah. Perhaps one day it'll happen. So, like, when Giselle wins the Women's Championship? If she wins the Women's Championship. <laughs> I, th- I think she will. I hope she does. But I like Millie McKenzie as well, don't get me wrong, but I think Millie's going to go on to greater things. Uh, and then um, Giselle will win the reach title. And then, yeah, perhaps then Danny Luna will start. Perhaps their, their ladies' tag team will fall apart and um, they'll be fighting each other. Mm. In reach, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Exactly. You never really know what You never happen. know. After, after the, the wrestlers of the year, male and female, yeah. should we go on to something a bit different? Go on then. Let's go on to what was your favourite feud of the year? Okay. So mine's probably going to be the obvious choice mm. of some people, but I'm going to go with um, Eddie Ryan and Joel Redman at Reach. Right, okay. Um, just because they're both really, really great wrestlers yeah. and I just really, really enjoy the way that reach have been building that feud um so it's just the way that everything's gone down with them so obviously at the first time they had a match against each other they had the time limit draw Mm -hmm. and then obviously 
the next time they saw each other, obviously Joel beat Eddie. Eddie passed out, was that the one? Yeah. yeah. Like for the title. But there were like so many shenanigans in that match. Yes, there were. So that wasn't like a, a clean win at all. And then obviously Eddie has since beaten him in a non title match. And now he's got the number one contendership for the title. Yeah. It's just Oh, it's it's just been really, really well done. And I don't really think that anyone could have done it any better. No, I think you're probably right there. It, it was a really good feud there. I mean, Reach, <clears throat> they're certainly putting their effort into the storylines, aren't they? Yeah, like just with Reach in general, I love how like everything that happens in Reach happens for a reason. Like you don't necessarily get like a match for the sake of a match. No, you don't. Like you know that something else is going to happen with that further down the line. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't necessarily know that at the time. Like, no. I didn't know at the time when Eddie and Joel had their first match that had, like, the time limit draw. I didn't yeah. really... I didn't think then that this no. is going to be, like... Such a great One feud. of the best feuds that I've seen ever. Really? That I would good. say so. Yeah, well, to even, me, it is, yeah. Even more than anything, like, up to fine in, in Northern, that. I'm just, like, that really? invested that's in cool. it, you that, know? That's, that's, that, that is high praise indeed. Yeah. That is high praise indeed. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's uh, you know, Jason and Grayson and, and Reach in general should be proud of that. Because at the end of the day, Kirsty, you know, you, you don't see these things lightly. Well, I mean, like, you know how invested I am in it. Oh, him. I know. Yeah. Like when Eddie came back to, like, have his match against Joel, that yeah, was like a really a, nice moment. There a few moment. tears in the eyes. Quite there? possibly, yeah. 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 There, were, <laughs> there were, you know, so I only, only could call that one. I think I have to spend £10. But, you know. <laughs> uh, but no, that was, it has been a good feud, that. Now, it was really good for and Reach have handled it really well. Mm. Uh, now, there was a couple of contenders for me. The first one was the obvious for me. It was um, Big League against UPW. Mm. That was the, that was probably, possibly going to be the, the feud of the year for me because it was built up quite well, wasn't it, as well? And uh, and everybody was invested for the five-on-five uh, five five match, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, and uh, Big League ended up uh, being taken over. But I think for me... The way the way chaos have handled the um, Mike Bird against James Drake feud, that for me is the feud of the year for me. Chaos have handled that really well. It's been to and fro between James Drake and Mike Bird, and when Drake won the title off him and that, and 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 it's just Mike Bird was chasing for quite a while, and then all of us all of a sudden, out of the blue, really, nobody really expected it all or nothing. Mike won the title, and that was a, a beautiful moment. I was in te I was almost had a tear in my eye, you know, I had a lump in my throat. Had a tear in my eyes. A proper, a proper emotional moment when Mike Bird. Because as you know, I might. Have, I don't know if I've mentioned it to you, but I love Mike Bird. Do you? I, my, I, wasn't I may too not have told sure. you this before, but I love Mike Bird. I think he's absolutely fantastic, and he's he's. And this might sound strange saying this, but I think in the Southwest wrestling scene, I think he's very underrated. Mm. I think because we don't see him probably west of Bristol, a lot of fans don't see much of him. They don't really know him, but I'd love to see him down this way a bit more. But that feud between James Drake and, and Mike Bird was fantastic, culminating in, in Mike winning the title all or nothing. Brilliant. That was my feud of the year. I would definitely agree with what you say about Mike Bird being mm. underrated because I never saw him until um, we went to Dragon Pro. Yeah. And I didn't really know him like at all. Mm. I had heard of him, but that mm. was it. Yeah. So I was quite surprised by that, really. A lot of people don't know how good he is. No. Unless you see him yourself, you don't actually know how good he is. I mean, I could say I could say on the podcast, Mike Bird's brilliant, but until you actually see him yourself, you don't actually realise how good he is. He sells well, he moves well. He's just got the old wily veteran in it. You know, he's, he's great and fantastic. 
Can't say enough good things about him, to be honest with you, Chris. And, uh, yeah, no, he's a, he's a really nice guy. But yeah, no, I, when he won the title, that was that, yeah, that culmination of that feud was fantastic then. Because I don't think, it, like I said, I don't think anybody was expecting it at all, nothing. No. I thought perhaps he'd be chasing for a little bit longer and maybe win it at one of the last two shows that Chaos do. Yeah, to sort of end like chaos yeah. on that high note. Keep sending fans happy, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that was, that. you know, fair play to chaos. They've, they've added that really well, as they do for most things. And uh, you can't argue with that. That was great. Really enjoyed that. But like I say, the other one was UPW Big League Feud. But, yeah. But yeah, that was it. So after the feud of the year, have you got any, any more you'd think about, you could uh, you could think about? Let me just think, because the thing is, I like feuds that like go on for a little while. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That sort of play out for a bit. I'll tell you which one I liked as well. It's just come to a close recently, seems to have. Mm. Is the the cabal against the rest of the uh, attack locker room. Yeah. That's been going really well, hasn't it? It culminated in... I enjoyed that, yeah. Shafu losing the title the other day, didn't they? Yeah, uh, and then and then he's turned on the cabal. Then he's turned on the cabal. Yeah, the next night. Yeah, because it was Mustache Mountain and, and that against um, the cabal, and they sent Shafu to the back, and he ended up turning on uh, or M Shay Ultra. He turned on the cabal, so uh, that seems to have run its course now, probably. But, yeah. yeah, but I don't think anybody. I, I didn't expect um, M Shay Ultra to lose a title. Uh, uh, Cardiff. No, I didn't. To be I, honest, I just kind of thought to myself like. Mm. Oh, so there are four attack shows here. Yeah. So it's not going to be the one attack show that I'm at that no, it's going to happen. One. Yeah, no. And then it was. It was. So yeah. that was nice. It was nice, and and, and I can't think of a better champion than Karl Mm. He's the first, he's another guy I've, I've seen. I've I've said to you about rating very highly since the first time I saw him. But that entrance alone is worth the money, isn't it? But, yeah. But no, he's a great wrestler. And he, he deserves to be the attack champion. Really I'm actually does. quite gutted that like I only ever see. Karanoir at attack. Yeah. Well, it's literally at, he has been at chaos. But um not very often. Mm. But that's where I first saw him was at Chaos last year at the um Yate Yate, the big leisure centre. Yeah. Yeah, and it was re- that entrance then blew me away. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. I think he's got a good future ahead of him as well, you know. Yeah, definitely. He's uh, he's another one for the future. Another breakout wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Well speaking of breakout wrestlers. Yes. That's another like category that we that we thought about yes so who was your breakout wrestler of the year well i had i had a few don't have like the one that i'm going to say all right okay fair enough in that case <laughs> Otherwise, um, i won't have another answer oh, no, fair enough well you tell me who yours is first okay so that'd be easy and then i could say who I, who I thought because i feel like it's one of your contenders Possibly. so uh danny jones yes um just because, again, he's somebody that I didn't really know anything about mm. before. Um, and then I think the first time I saw him was Dragon Pro. Yeah. Um, and I was really impressed with him there. But it was when I saw him at Chaos and he had his match against David Starr. Yes. That was when I sort oh. of really saw like how good he is. Yep. And yeah, like he's definitely going to be going places. Oh, definitely. Well, usually first when he goes to Chaos, isn't it? Yeah. Like, obviously, he's on WWE's radar because he, he did debut there with Bino, didn't he? Yes, he did, yeah, yeah. So, Harry Goff. It wouldn't surprise me if he does get signed. Oh, I think he's that, he is that good. And I mean, Chaos, Chaos has got so much confidence, they put him in against all the big wrestlers now, don't they? When, he, mm. when they come over, it's Danny Jones against David Starr and all that. It's fantastic. And every time I've seen Danny, whether he's been in singles tag action or, or in tag action with Bronco Brendan White, yeah. they've always looked fantastic, you know? Yeah. Because they're tagging in the attack, aren't they? And they look fantastic. They're both of them. And then he, he, he tagged with uh, Big Grizz, didn't he, at Big League? Yeah. And yeah, that was so, so yeah, I think Danny was going to be right up the top of my list as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll go for somebody different now. Eh? 
Okay. I'll go for another one different. I'll go for Giselle Shaw. Uh, Giselle Shaw's, like I said earlier, she's absolutely amazing. And she's, uh, she's like I said, it's the first time I've seen her this year. And she's looking fantastic. She, she's not afraid to go off the top rope or anything. Or any, anything. She's, uh, she can mix it up a bit as well. She can just punch and kick and she can just fly off the top rope. She's, I rate her that highly. I think next year's going to be a really good year for her. Yeah, see, what I like about Giselle is that she's really, really versatile as a wrestler. Like, yes. she can do all the high-flying stuff mm -hmm. or she can do, like, when I saw her at Frontline, she did a lot of, like, strike-based stuff, yes. like... Um, Punches and kicking. That, yeah, yeah, and there was that video I put out where she did that spine That's, buster. It was oh, yeah. really good. Yeah, it was good. Oh, she's fantastic. I want to give a, a, a bit of a shout as well to Joey Seven. Mm. I think he, from the Reach Academy, I think this year you wouldn't think he's a new guy. He's looking really good in his... Uh, in his matches, you wouldn't think he's just been wrestling about a dozen, 15 matches, really. You know, he looks really good. Uh, could do with changing his pants sometimes, washing his trunks sometimes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I think that might be a fake tan, I'm not sure. But, uh, but See, yeah. Someone else that I um, sort of considered in my list for this mm -hmm. one as well um, was Bino. Yes. Because you can just like, his, his popularity is kind of like growing and growing it like, the more that the year has gone on. And you know what, I think, I think he'll be, I think, I think that you're right, but I think he'll be more popular as a heel. Okay. I think everybody loves him as a face, but I think this Harry Goff character in Chaos looks really good. Yeah. I think, it's I, nice to see that other side of is, him yeah, and see what he yeah. can do with that. Yeah, I think if he was to bring that out in a couple of more promotions as well, like if, if he eventually turned on Dick Riley in Reach, and became Harry Goff because they had a bit of a fight. Didn't because they? that's my big theory. Yes. You're just totally stealing him. Well, you know, I think great minds think alike, Kirsty. No, what happened always. is I, I said, Here, here's an idea. You sound like for you, Jethro Dave. first. Yeah. And you said, Oh, Queen, that's a very, very good idea. Yes, there. I always call you Queen, don't you I? You do. Yeah. Hello, Queen. Hello, Queen. <laughs> I'm the Queen. Well, I'm not for you, but well, maybe. Only on, only on weekends. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, no, no. But, you... but no, if that does happen, yeah. that is going to, oh, it's going to be great. It because will be, yeah. Um, it gets to be a blanket. It's just the only way in reach, I think, you could actually have Bino as like a legit heel and have everybody hate him. Oh, we'd have to turn on Dick, wouldn't we? Exactly, because everybody loves Dick. Mm. Nobody wants to turn on Dick. But, uh, <laughs> but, but no, yeah. like that would honestly, like, I don't know how else you'd get that reaction for Bino. No, you wouldn't. It's like, it's like, he's, it's like, how would Eddie Ryan get a, a negative reaction? But he's, he's imagining it in South Wrestling, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I did love it though with the. Um, when like a kid was like booing him when yeah. like someone said that he'd said, Oh, you were cheering, you were cheering me, me earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fair enough. That was yeah. Sassy Eddie. Sassy Eddie, yeah. And another one of my breakout wrestlers would have been obviously Carnois. Yeah. Because like I say, I don't know how long he's been going around for, but he this is he's had a fantastic year this year. Like I say, he's become a tag champion now. Uh I think the only way is up for him. I think I think eventually he'll get caught up into WWE or maybe even go to Japan. Mm. He's that good. Well, he is that good. And uh, I can see another bright future for him. So after that, should we go on to match of the year? Go on then. I've got a few. Okay. But I'm going to I'm gonna leave the one I think you might be going for. Okay. So I'm going to go for Dick Riley against David Starr. Yeah, which one? The second one. The one, the in, one in Weymouth? In Weymouth, yeah. Okay. What makes you go for that one over the first well, one? I think the wrestlers are a bit less constrained because of the low ceiling. The first one was fantastic. The atmosphere was great. But then Weymouth was as well. Mm. And I think for me, the fact that actually Dick Riley won it, when uh, a lot of people were thinking he wouldn't win. Yeah. Uh, and we still got to have the rubber match now, haven't we? The third one, which will come eventually, hopefully. But uh, but no, it was just it was just the way the match worked out. 
they were just slapping the hell out of each other, weren't they? And they were just both dead on their dead on their knees, weren't they? When they slapping yeah. each other and chopping each other all the time. And I just loved that. And 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 they just gave their everything. And and for for Dick to actually get a win over over somebody like David Scott, you don't see lose mm. very often, especially not to um, to local, as I say, local Devon based or, or whatever wrestlers, you know, promotion yeah. based wrestlers. So so for David Scott to, to to agree to lose or to lose that one, that 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 was kudos for Dick, really, wasn't it? Mm. So yeah, no, that was mine because it was a bit emotional as well because I jumped up when uh, when Dick won. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I was pleased. I jumped up and was giving it the big cheer. But yeah, but what about you? Yeah, no, that was a really really good choice. Mm. Um, so I've gone for something a little bit different, mm. and you know, so hopefully it's a little less like predictable because I know that I am a bit predictable. I know. So I've actually gone for Chris Brooks versus MJ Ultra yeah. Attack. Yeah. Because that was just a really, really crazy match. Oh, fantastic. And I'm not really, like, into the kind of matches where, like, a bunch of crazy stuff happens and they keep kicking out. Mm. But, no, I mean, this match had a lot of that, but it worked. It did work, yeah. Absolutely you know? fantastic, yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, you just couldn't predict what was going to happen next. Like, you had the all entire the, locker yeah. room came you out. You had all the cabal come out, didn't you? Yeah. And then you had all the locker room coming out, helping uh, Chris Brooks. It, you just felt a f it, it just had that feeling that Chris Brooks was going to win at that moment, didn't it? Yeah. And it just got s snatched away from us, and, and no, it was good. My uh, favourite bit was when um, the Cabal or someone like that had been beating up Chris Brooks, and then yeah. and then M Shea Ultra was like trying to pin him, and then Kyle Fletcher like threw the referee yeah. back in the ring, and then was like, "Wait, why did I just do that?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that was that was unbelievable. Yeah. And then you had like I know that they did it as well at the last attack show in Cardiff, mm. but. You know, like when um, the they went jump. up onto yeah. yeah. I didn't oh, really know yeah. what to call it, but yeah. that was just absolutely mental. Yeah, it was just there was just so much stuff that happened. You had like all the like weapons and stuff like that. Oh, you had God, like yeah. tables. You had a, a carrier bag. <laughs> you had three referees knocked out, didn't you? Yeah, it was just like so much carnage. It's absolute mayhem, wasn't it? It was because so as a match of the year, what what one do you want us to do next? So yeah. Yeah. Unless you've got any others that you there was another match that nearly nearly won it for me it was Danny Jones against David Starr chaos that was a really really good match that was actually one of those ones where like at the beginning I just kind of thought oh David Starr's probably going to win this one let's be yes. honest oh, yeah. but then as the match went on I was like actually if Danny Jones won this it's done in such a way that it doesn't make David Starr look weak at all no. And I, I got to the point in that match, I would have been happy with either result. Absolutely. Like you say, I you, did kind of want Danny Jones to win, though. I did. Not lie. I did. Yeah, no, no, I, I like Danny. I think he's great. He's got a great future. Him. But that match was fantastic, wasn't it, Kirsty? Yeah. Had everything in it, didn't it, really? And, uh, you know, it's just that, like you say, normally you'd expect David Starr to win that sort of match. But I honestly couldn't tell you he was going to win it halfway through. No. But it could have gone either way, couldn't it? Were you the same as me? You kind of thought at the beginning. David yeah, Starr's going to win. Absolutely. And then you were like, oh, actually, I don't know. Danny Jones could win this. Yes. And if and he didn't look out of place at no. all no, in the didn't. ring of he, David Starr. No, but then he, David, uh, Danny Jones never looks out of place against anybody, does he, to be fair? No. You know, he, he could take on the best of the best. And, well, I mean, David Starr is in this country the best of the best, isn't he, really? In the British res wrestling scene. But, uh, no, Danny Jones looks out of place against nobody. And, uh, yeah, so, no, that was a good contender. But, like I say... Uh, dick against uh, Star Two. It's it? difficult yeah. when there's so many like good matches yeah. and so many good shows. I know it's, it's it's hard to just pinpoint. It is hard to pinpoint just one. You know, it's like it's like saying, you know, if you try and pick your 
these days, like trying to pinpoint your favourite wrestler because there's so many brilliant ones in the South wrestling, yeah. so you just can't do it it's that easily. And it's difficult to just put it down to one, isn't it? Another one that I considered was actually the um, five versus five big league in UPW. Yeah. Elimination yeah. match. Yeah. Simply, I think they because of like everything that was going into that match, um, and obviously the fact that it was like a winner takes all kind of thing, and everyone was so like emotionally invested in it. Yeah. Oh, they were. You know, it was just like it really felt like a really really big it was match, big, and it was, yeah, but was. like. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, we were Team UPW. Yeah. But at the end, we were so upset that about Lewis and, and losing Big League. It was it was quite emotional, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like I, you know, like I said, like just because I was Team UPW didn't mean mm. that I wanted Big League to no, go. No, no. And there was like, you know, I, I there was yeah. that part of me that thought and like hoped, well, you know, something else Something's might happen. happen. Yeah, same and as me. Like yeah. it, it's not all mm. like legit. And then, and then it was, and then it, you, you kind of have that realization. Like a, I thought there might have been a, like a double count out or a double pin for like what happened at Reach of the day. Yeah. But no, no. I think Lewis was quite happy to just give up and work for open out UPW now, isn't he? But, but no, that was a fantastic match as well. But um, mm. like I say, it was the emotional side of it, more, more than the wrestling side, the emotional side, wasn't it? Yeah. But Lewis didn't have to take some bumps in that match, didn't he, really? God, no, I know, it's crazy. When Lyas had him up on the shoulders and McGee virtually clothed on him, didn't he? It was cool. You know, when you think he's not even a wrestler. Yeah. And he was taking bumps like that and like the DDT took an extra a few weeks before that. Yeah. It was, oh, no, he, he done really well there. Fair play to him. Fair play indeed. Yeah, he done really well. He did do well. Right, which one do you want to go for next? Shall we go for Tag Team of the Year? Yes. You know which one I'm going to, you know who I'm going to go for. And this isn't just, this isn't just a display of favouritism. Yes, right? it is. No, it isn't. It's because like ever since, you know, ever since I've, not had defiant and mm. i've not had my sec boys yes i've needed a favorite tag team mm -hmm. so who's coming to fill that gap danny jones and my best friend bronco uh, oh they, no to be fair they are fantastic exactly like they've got such a good chemistry together i love so much like all of their like double team moves i yeah. like i have a favorite one i don't even know how to describe is it, it when called. bronco picks him up throws him to um to Danny Jones and Danny Jones just backside suplexes him. No, oh. it's the one where like Danny Jones, I guess, sort of like catapults him into Bronco. He oh, catches right. him and does that other oh, right. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I know what you mean, yes. That's a really, really cool move. Yeah, they, they um, do do some good moves, don't they? I really like um, seeing them like, I don't know, because we only see them really in Chaos and, not Chaos, Attack and Dragon Pro, Dragon Pro, yeah, 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 yeah. So mainly only seen them as a tag team like a heel tag team yeah yeah but it does suit them quite it does well. work they, it works well but the problem is with you you don't want to take you don't want to boo your best friend do you so you try not it is difficult I mean, when, when they come in and attack the uh the old one two one at attack of the day everybody else is booing them apart from you and you were just laughing and when i started booing i was them, just you, so happy when to I, see my best when friend I, when i started booing them you gave me the evilest as there is going scared me you we have to remember with his head what you have to remember, Dave, is I mm. hadn't seen my best friend in like two months. No, this is true. So I was just so happy to see him. You were. I didn't even mind that he was being a little shit. He wasn't a little shit. He was a big shit, that though. But to be fair, mm. he's he's got his eyes on the prize. He wants those tag team championships. Yes. So he just had to make his intentions clear. So, and I, I understand what he was doing there. But yeah, I understand. I mean, Attack have worked that really well as well, haven't they? You know, 
the Rinku have got the uh, the title belts, haven't they? For how long, though? Yeah, well, there you go. I should imagine it'll be... Um, Bronchi and Danny are going to be coming for them. Yes, yeah, of course they are, yeah. Coming into 2020, they'll be, they'll be chasing them, the ring crew boys down, won't they? Eh? I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Bronchi and Danny at Dragon Pro. Yes. Their big match. Oh, yeah. Ladder that, match, that, that, Bronco's yeah. fave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loser disbands, isn't it? Exactly. So there's mm. big stakes there. Yeah, there's high stakes, yeah. But I think that if anyone has got a chance... That. it's going to be Bronchi and Danny because yeah. like I said they just work so well together oh I think you're right absolutely. like you can have a lot of tag teams in wrestling that are just like thrown together but mm. you totally don't get that vibe from no you don't from Bronco and Danny like, is that a dig at who I'm going to be choosing is, it? is that a little dig at who I'm going to be choosing no it actually wasn't yeah. it genuinely wasn't yeah or who are you going to be choosing then well, it's, it's, it might be no surprise to you but I like the comedy aspect of it as well they're great wrestlers as well but I like the comedy aspect between Lance Cole and Lucian Phillips. I think in Reach, Reach have worked that really well. And the chemistry the guys have got between each other and the captain's armband. And, but they're great wrestlers as well. And they work together well. Mm. Uh, but, 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 but overall, I think, yeah, I think uh, Lance and Lucian are my favourites. See, the thing is, I would never have put them together. No, I wouldn't. I was just going to say that. I would never have put them together. They've got like, totally different styles, aren't they, really? Yeah. Uh, but, but they work really well together. And everybody expecting them to fall apart at any moment. But they've actually held it together quite well, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. do actually want them to win I do. the um, Reach yeah. tag titles. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, no, no, I'm the same. I know I was behind Josh and Bronchi. Only when Bronco was there. And then you did, I've abandoned. got to back my best friend. And then you abandoned Josh. Well, no, because he was mean to me first. Well, you know, where's your best friend? That's what he said. Where's your best friend, he said. And if he, if he was as good of a friend... Like, as he likes to think he is to Bronchi, he would know that Bronchi had a big match. He did have a big match. You've got to be supportive. You have indeed. That's why I wasn't too mad at him. No. Well, there you go, you see. But no, it was was, a... We've both picked really good tag teams, I think. Yeah. But uh, there was a lot of other choices. I mean, this year, Southwest Wrestling have really come together and put some really great tag team matches together and and great tag teams together, maybe. Just a quick question for you, though, about Lance and Lucian. Yes. If they don't win Mm -hmm. in February... Yep. Do you still think that they might like still team together and still go after the title? Oh, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so. I think they've got the crowd are back at them now. They've got they've got the chemistry to stay together for a while. I think it's only a matter of time before they are reach champi- tag team titles. Yeah. Champions. And how nice is it to be able to cheer for Lance? It's great, isn't it? It's yeah. great. It's like it's like when he was at UPW next and we were cheering against uh, Dan McGee, weren't we? But yeah, no, it is nice and, and it's it's a comedy aspect. I I'm not a big fan of lots of comedy in matches. But I think there's just just the right amount of comedy in, the, in that partnership. They balance it well. They do, yeah. They do. It's like when Lance says, um, "Shut up, old man," and then he's and he's, he's cheering him. He says, "Well said, old man." You know, <laughs> he points to his do this, do this, Lucy, and he points to his captain's armband, doesn't he? And uh, I don't know why I gestured to my arm. Then I'm not even on telling my. But the time when um when like Lucian did something, we were doing a one more time chat, yeah. and Lance was just like, "The captain says one, one more, more time." time. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, he's, he works. They've worked that quite well, haven't they? You know, it's uh, it's great. And that it's just that. That one picture where you've got Lance pointing to the captain's armband and smiling, you've got Lucian behind in the background just sticking the middle finger up at him, looking aggressive, isn't it? You know, <laughs> but that one picture encapsulates everything. I think for me, it's just it's just funny, and it's they're both great wrestlers, and it works really well. They've got great styles, great, great chemistry together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I'm so looking forward to seeing them again in February. Yeah, I can't wait. That'll be great. Yeah, that will be great, you know, and, and, and Reach have, to be honest with you, Reach have given us some great tag teams, haven't they, as well? Because they've also given us 
Josh and Bronco as well. Yeah, I nearly chose them as my tag team of the yeah. year. But I went with Danny and Bronco just because they've got that like little bit yeah. more, you know? Yeah, and did you did you change it because Josh isn't with Bronco anymore? No. no. We don't know that because no. Bronco could come back. No. Him and Josh could, yes, he could no. come back. He, he, he will come back, but eventually, I think. But I think at the moment, I think Josh is quite happy with Grizz, isn't he? Well, Josh might think that he's too good for Bronky now, but really, no. Bronky's too good for Josh. Well, yeah, let's be yeah, honest. I think it's a 50 50 partnership it was before, I think, you know. You were trying to say that Josh was the junior partner in the relationship then, in the no, tag team. I'm just trying yeah. to say that he can't get all, um, you know, on his high horse. Oh, on, his, on his high Bronco. Yeah. Well, you never know. But I, you know, I, I do enjoy the partnership of Bronkback Mountain. Yeah, no, I, I must admit, so do I, actually. It was quite good with that, yeah, Bronkback Mountain, yeah. But now you've got Country Grizz, haven't you, now, so... Yeah, but I preferred Bronkback Mountain. Or Big Country. Yeah, I yeah, preferred Joshy and Bronky. Yeah, well, maybe that's true. But that means, like I say, Reach have given us so many, haven't they? Who else have you got? You've got Man Like Man Dick. Like, Man Like Dick, yeah. That's, a, that's another great tag team, really, isn't it? But... Yeah, I they work so well they together as well. They're top, top class acts, aren't they? They're both great wrestlers and they, they got chemistry together, but I think they'll be splitting up soon. I was going to say, um, going into February, I'd say that on paper, they are the favourites to win the titles, but I think that they're going to have a big fallout and I think that everyone's going to be expecting Lance and Lucian to implode. Yeah. They're going to be the ones to get the surprise win. Yeah. Um, and Josh and Grizz are just going to be there. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't decided what's going to happen yeah, with no, them yet. That's fair. Enough, <laughs> but it might even end up with, with Bino turning on, or Harry Goff, as he wants to be called then, turning on Dick during the match. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I think you know, will I happen. Mean, Dick might accidentally hit him, and then uh, Harry Goff goes off full sale and whack, you know, and costs him the match. You know, and then we'll have a nice feud then between Dick and Bino. Mm, I'd quite like that. Yeah, that would I'd be like good. to see them have a match against Oh, that'd be a fantastic match, wouldn't it? You know that. And then you got the uh, you got the uh, Grizzly Dicks from Chaos as well, haven't you? Which is another Dick Riley uh, yeah. tag team with Grizzly. That's a, that's a great tag team. With their matching jackets. Yes, their nineteen eighties jacket, their nineteen eighties white jackets, didn't they? <laughs> they look the part, don't they? They, they, look, yeah. they look like they look like a proper tag team. And uh, but yeah, no, I mean Attack have done have done that because Attack have also got the Grizzly Young Veterans, haven't they as well? You know, and Paul Robinson and Bino. So there's loads of tag teams around the moment. You know, there's so many. It's, Mm. Going back a few, couple of years, I mean, tag team wrestling was shunned, was that shunned upon, wasn't it? Really, nobody wanted to take much notice of it. But now, I think I enjoy the tag team matches just as much, if not more, than I do some of the singles matches. Yeah, they're really, they're really coming good, and I like that. It's nice that the promotions are investing in tag teams again. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's not just throwing, like you said earlier, you're not just throwing two people together now. You're actually getting people and they're either keeping them together or they're getting tag teams down. Like the Heritage City Hitmen, they're another one, aren't they? Yeah. They're another tag team we see a lot of, and we quite we really enjoy them, don't we? Yeah. And uh, David Eaton and Ricky Reed. And there's going to be plenty more tag team wrestling to enjoy because UPW are going to be having their tournament yes. in 2020. Yeah, yeah. So there's going to be a lot more. Yeah, and we're seeing Experiment and Terror down here now as well, aren't we, in, in Reach as well. So yeah. They're quite good. I quite like them. But no, no, like I say, my, my, my tag team of the year is who I said it was, you know, Lance and Lucian. Uh, and I think they're fantastic. And your your tag team that you picked is brilliant as well. Imagine if we ever saw those two fight each other. That'd be pretty good. That would be pretty good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I never match. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. No. <laughs> well, and then you know, you've also got the uh, intergender matches. Now we've had intergender tag team matches, haven't we? We had one at Reach the other day. It was really good. Yes. 
And, um, Reach are doing really well with the tags for that. Fantastic. Can't, can't knock them for that. But yeah, so. So anyway, we're talking about Reach. Should we move on to our um, moment of the year? Can we go on something different? Okay. Now, I touched on mine already. Yeah. But for me... This is a family show, so just keep it interesting. <laughs> but for me, it was when Eddie Ryan returned at Reach. Yes. Just because it was so, like, unexpected. Mm. Um, that was when he debuted his new look as well. So it was just... Oh, it was just really good. Like, when he... Because like, he had new music as yes. well. And when he came out and just looking at him and being like that looks like Eddie, but it can't be. No. And then like, no way it is Eddie. I had to look twice as well. Yeah. I yeah. Look, I thought, nah. Yeah. Because I was like, it can't be Eddie. Mm. Like, well, it is Eddie. Like, it was just so good. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a bit of mosh, like seeing him again, because obviously I didn't expect to see him in Reach for a while anyway. Mm. Um, but no, it, it was it was just nice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But he just, he just seemed so different as well yeah well he, that's what he's aiming for isn't it, i suppose you know he's yeah he's aiming to be something a bit different i think like I think, he came out with that attitude didn't he yeah he's got that sassy attitude and he was sort of saying you know your new spartan he's very well. serious and he very is. focused yeah, yeah. and i think i think to be honest with this this eddie the new eddie i think it could go either way with him i think he could he could either play a heel or a face with that gimmick yeah and i think i think it would suit him if he's a heel with that gimmick because yeah. the english line ain't gonna get booed by anybody to be fair no. Uh, you know, like I said earlier, you could, uh, the other day you could throw kittens under a, tr under a bus or something. He'd still be, he'd still be fan favorite as any line. Yeah. Like, but. but yeah, no, like with his new gimmick, like there's more scope for like what yes. he can do with it. Oh, absolutely. So it's going to be really interesting to see where else he brings out mm. that new look to. Well, so like I, I think say, that we'll South get West it as Southwest Wrestling because we yeah. saw him spit the mist. Yes, and he's so, got turned heel there, so it probably is there. Yeah. yeah. So he's done it at Chaos. Chaos. He's uh but he's still um, a good guy at Chaos at the moment. Yeah, I mean, similar with Reach. Obviously, he's done it at Strike now. Yeah. But also, I like that he has, like, debuted his new look in different ways that work yes. with the story in every single promotion. Yeah, it absolutely. hasn't just been like a, well, I'm doing this now for the sake of it. No. I like the way at Southwest Wrestling, he's come out, he came out as the English Lion, but then he sort of slowly transformed into uh, the Spartan by spitting the red mist into... um. yeah. The guy's so it'll be now. interesting to see CSF in February. Yeah. Mm. But it'll be interesting to see in CSF yes. in February. Is he going to be the English Lion or is he going to be coming in to that yes. cage match as Absolutely. the Spartan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, would be interesting. It's hard to know, wouldn't it? I think. Yeah. I'd like it to be the Spartan. That'd I be him like going all out to win the I title. Yeah, I think the Spartan. So it makes sense to me. Yeah, it does make. The Spartan gimmick really does suit a cage match, doesn't it? Yeah. Well. Yeah, still a cage match for the Spartan. Because then you know he means business. Yes. Well, you might see the old promotion. You might see the old promo of mine during, this, during January and that mm. about how he's got to do something different you know, to, to beat JD Knight. Yeah. Also, I did like the like the little like promos that we had from Eddie, sort of like yes, what um, reach. yeah, yeah, smashing the mask, yeah, yeah, just days after you ordered it, UPW in Weymouth, yeah, he smashed it then, yeah. No, like it was all done really well. It was. The way that it sort of to be honest, attitude advisory are really good. Yeah. You know, and they, they, the pictures and the videos, they, they're fantastic. You know. It's like we've got nothing to say, bad to say about anybody at the moment, is it? But it's true. No. It's just stay yourself with wrestling. It's absolutely fantastic at the moment. So what was your moment of the year? Me and you, Queen. <laughs> Still on the podcast with you, Queen. That was my moment of the year. 
Okay, no, seriously. No, that was a serious moment. That was my <laughs> moment of the year doing the podcast with you because, you know, I don't get out much. I'm like a Labrador. I'm, I'm, do. I'm, I, I do now. I'm like an excited Labrador now. I'm, I'm always... thinking, you're more social than me. <sighs> I wouldn't say that exactly. But anyway, so I, I had two. I, I couldn't really choose between the two. Um, Mike Bird winning the King of Chaos Care at All or Nothing. I, that, like I said earlier, that was a, a really emotional moment and the culmination of quite a, a long chase for Mike to, to actually get another crack at the title and, and to actually win it. And I also thought about UPW beating Big League but the moment for me was do a sausage speech afterwards. Yeah. It was really emotional, wasn't it? Because it, it sent us both crying, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, just just saying he misses his, his son's birthday and misses his son's birthday and that. He'd never have to miss another birthday again. And he was in the ring on his knees. And everybody, even the UPW fans, was like silent for that, weren't they? You know, and, uh, but no, that was heart, a heart-touching moment, that was. Yeah. yeah. And we were crying, weren't we? And, we yeah, it doesn't really take when, much from me, but no, yeah. No, this is true. And we were crying, and, 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 and we were still crying when Flex came out for the, for the yeah. title match, didn't they? You know? I was getting my high so, five while I was crying. Yeah, the only thing I would have said about that, and I, and I know it's up to the Booker and up, up to Big League and Lewis, I would have put the uh, five on five match on last. That felt like the main event. It should have been, yeah. I think it should have been. You know, because like I say, people couldn't really get invested in a belt that perhaps for a company that weren't around anymore. The significance of the title was yeah, somewhat lessened le- because lessened, yeah. of the fact that well, we now we now know that Big League is no more. Eloquently cut put, Queen. <laughs> you put, you're more eloquent than me. But yeah, no, no, it's right. But, but it was really emotional. But, but like I said, Mike Bird winning the title and, and when Dick and Chris came into the ring as well with him because they won the title that night as well and they all nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. No, that was fantastic. That was two, two of my favourite moments of the year apart from obviously doing the podcast with you. So after after we've done the moment of the year, mm-hmm. we've, we've still got a few categories to go through. Um, what should we go for next? We should go for uh, heel of the year, I think. Go for a big one. Go for heel of the year. Okay. Ladies so, first. Right then. first. So I am going with uh, Mabezi. Mm-hmm. Bronco, I think that he's a very good heel. How can, um, he be, how can he be your Bezzy if he's a heel? You know, it's just opposites attract. That's just kind of how our friendship works, I guess. Yeah. I'm nice. He's not always so nice. Oh, but we bring out the best in each other. Oh, I could have. Yeah, well, no, I'd like true. to think that my influence would rub off on him and he might be a little bit nicer. No. Sometimes he's nice to you. He's nice to us, usually. But uh, that goes without saying. But uh, um, I loved uh, it that time Plymouth. at Reach when... Um, Abusing. Yeah, when yeah. I heard that he was up there on the balcony just hurling abuse at everybody. I it's, thought, yep, that's my Bronco. Because I came out for a bit to, to, to look at the merch on my own and he was just up on the top, up upstairs, just shouting at people, abusing them. And that was very funny. That you know, He was in character then, right? He was, he he does, was in a great mood. He, was he like, does tend to stay in character for a lot of the time when he's, when he's outside and he like get meet and greets and that. Yeah. And he, unless he's on his own, like, you know, and there's a few people around, then he sort of break character then. But normally, when he's doing me, he stays in character. character. He breaks character to say hello to you sometimes. No, he's, it's not a character. That's what he, it's just Bronco. And then yeah. he just likes, he does like to say hello to me. He does. Because I'm his best friend. Well, you know, and, uh, but, but, but if there's a few people around, he sort of, at like that time, you had a Bronco's BFF t shirt on it, Evolution. There was a few people around. He said he, he had it because he was a title of them, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and he, he just he just said, right, I don't want to look at that. He said, and just put the belt over it, over your over your shirt, didn't he? So nobody could see that. They could see the belt. That was quite funny. That was. 
when he was trying to deny that um, he wanted friends. a matching t-shirt. Yeah, that's right. But then right. as soon as like other people had he was just like, right, right yeah. get me a matching t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, he that... was nice when I gave him the t-shirt at Chaos. He was actually, yeah. Yeah, he couldn't wait to put it on, could he? Exactly. Yeah, no, it was good. But no, I just like the way <laughs> that he is with everybody. Like, yeah. it's just great. And I like it on social media as well, because he's normally aggressive and nasty yeah. with everybody on social media as well, isn't he? So, which is always good, because... Yeah, no, he is good. I liked it as well at Dragon Pro when Mark Andrews came out and we were all like waving And he and grabbed he... our arms and put them there. Don't do that, stop waving. Put your hand down. Uh, he ran over to us and just grabbed your arm first, put it down, and he ran over like, stop waving, stop waving. He scared the life out of I me because I didn't know. I saw him going, going over, I saw him near you and I didn't realise what he was doing and all of a sudden he's pulling my arm down, you know. All right, <laughs> oh, okay, because he's, he's got big, strong arms. He's going to pull our arms down quite easily, isn't he? He's got massive arms. Yes, yeah, yeah, massive shoulders. One day I'll have arms as hench as bronchies. Well, you know. Bring a tear to your eye thinking about it. But, uh, <laughs> who are you going for? for your well, here? I've had several choices at once again, but I think this time I'm going to go for PJ Jones. I think PJ's, I've said before, PJ's a fantastic wrestler. I mean, he's another one of, of, of the Southwest guys that could go up against anybody. But I just think the way he is, he's another one at me, he stays in character. Uh, and But in the ring, he, he, he was shouting, screaming at him, and the wiener. He always gets a bit aggressive, doesn't he, in the ring, when you get wiener at him. And, but no, he's he's the ultimate bad guy for me, and he he does it so well. Mm. But uh, but there's so many so many uh, hues around him, isn't there? Really, you've got another one who who nearly got it for me was Joe Joe Webham. Yeah, I I considered Joel, and I almost chose him. The way uh, the way he's been with Eddie and that is, and and, and Reach has been fantastic, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you know very well that he's doing something right when he when he cuts a promo, and he says something about Chris Andrews uh, derogatory. And one of our friends goes, ooh, you know, Lisa goes, ooh, yeah, she really hated it, didn't she? But Joel on the mic is really good, you know. But no, I, th I thought that, I, th I think Joel's another a good one. Who, uh, do you think any other, any more for the uh, contendership? Hmm, let me just have a little think because I kind of like, you know, I'd mm. make a decision and I'd be like, um, I, I did also consider Josh Knott, yeah, to be too. honest. Yeah. I've been enjoying seeing him like more and more, like as time yeah, has gone on and more yeah. I've seen him. And yeah, I, I just think that like he's coming along really, really well. Mm. I loved it at, um, oh, where was it? I can't remember if it was like UPW, I want to say, was it UPW or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah. Where like, because obviously he always comes out giving it the big I am and all yeah, this. Yeah. And then like he lost. Yeah. But it was like, oh, I'm still the winner. Yeah, I still win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the Bob and Joe show. Oh, it was Reach. Okay. Yeah, it was bobbing at Reach. Yeah. I can't remember Reach if it was UPW yeah. or Reach or something like that. that. Was but no, I just I thought it was so funny. Yeah. I, I, funny thing, I thought about Joss when he threw his arm band in at you in the end. That was quite funny. Oh, yeah, oh my God. Yeah. No, because I, I was like, oh, he's going to do something cool. I'll video this. Yeah. Just get like a little clip of it, like I do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And because I was so focused on that. I didn't actually realise his elbow pad had hit me in the face. Yeah. and It was like literally right see, between the eyes. Was your, your camera wobbled a bit, wasn't it, when he hit you? That's right. That's quite good comedy. I was just like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> we were all laughing at you, weren't we? And he, didn't, he was oblivious, wasn't he? I was just like, he didn't even look. He just threw it. No, he just threw it. It was like he knew, he knew, didn't he? He knew exactly where you were. But, uh, yeah. But I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's impressed me as well. Go on then. As a heel, but not a wrestler such as these days, is Pete Bainbridge. Oh, yeah. He plays that evil commissioner really well, doesn't he? He does now. He he comes around making out he's injured with his walking stick and and, and he's walking around right, isn't he? So I don't actually right. Okay, so what allegedly injured him? I think it was some match he had. I, well, we, we we weren't there, but I think it was some match he had with somebody. It might have been Killigan Gordon even. 
not sure on that one. Okay. Uh, but he got injured and he's been walking with a stick ever since. Yeah, injured in. I mean, been walking with a stick. I mean, mm. he barely even uses it. He literally he does use just it. quite a bit just to beat wrestlers up there. He runs around with it. Yeah, like I know. he's not even. I know he uses it to hit wrestlers with, doesn't he? He doesn't use it to walk with. You know. No, but he used to at least yeah, put yeah. some effort. He used to, it. but now it's just obviously he's just going to hit people over the head with it, isn't it? He used to have the neck brace on as well. He used to, he's getting better, you see. Oh, yeah, clearly. Slowly but surely he's getting better, you know. And he, like I say, at the Christmas show we went to, he put the old lights around the old <laughs> walking stick as well, he? But, but he was still using it a bit for prodding people and that. But no, I think I think his character is really good. I really like that. And, and JD Knight's another one. Yeah. For, in CSF and that, especially. I think he just he just knows how to work a crowd. Yeah, he does. He just knows. And also, so many. Uh, the Fox. Kim Fox. Yes. Kim Kelly. Foxy Bingo. I feel like he's quite underrated, to be quite honest Very with true. you. Very God, true. I actually said something nice about him. Yeah, I know. No, oh my true. God. Am I it's feeling true. okay? I've uh, obviously been ill recently. You obviously have been ill recently, yeah. You've had a, you've had a touch of the old sickness about you? Ever mm-hmm. since we spoke to Blake. Well, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, that's <laughs> perhaps he should be heel of the year. If he can make the Queen sick, then obviously he's not He's not a very nice person if he makes you sick. So obviously he should have to be uh, heel of the year just for... Uh, oh, because we, we did sick. an interview with him and then a couple yeah. hours after that. It wasn't even a couple hours an hour, after. Half an hour, an hour, wasn't it? After, after yeah. he left, half an hour after he left, you were being sick. Yeah. yeah perhaps you were, you were missing him so much. That's what it was. No. No. Couldn't be further from the truth. Well, this is true. But it was a good interview with Blake, wasn't it? Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Right, which award do you want to do next? Which one shall we do? Well, I'll leave that to you. You can choose. There's only a few left now. So. Okay. So what about your venue of the year? Right. This is another hard one. There's a few here. You're this about all of them, to be I fair. I know, but it is. It's, it's, well, you've been to as many shows as us, Kirst. It's difficult to just single out one, isn't it? But we're doing it anyway. because I was going to say, well, I've managed it, so you yeah, can yeah, too. Well, I'm, I'm stuck between, well, so many, but I'll let you go first. Okay. So I feel otherwise I'd pick the same one as you and then leave you with that. So. Okay, so um, I've gone with the Neon Yes. for Dragon Pro. Um, Brilliant. I couldn't really tell you what it is about that venue that I specifically like. I don't know. I just think it's got a really good atmosphere. Yeah. It's always got a good crowd. Um, yeah. Tell you what I like about it as well. It's the lighting. Yeah. The lighting sets it apart. For It's like dark for the crowd, so you can't really see much of the crowd. You can just see the ring. Yeah. And that sets it up really nicely, I think. And then, but you can hear the crowd. It's a low. It's quite a low ceiling, isn't it? It's a mm-hmm. lowish ceiling, and and that just reverberates off because it's a big crowd. And the Welsh are very passionate, aren't they? Yeah. And uh, they sort of uh, really give it their all, don't they? And I don't normally like standing no. in venues, mm-hmm. but I always like you know the bit where we kind of get. Yeah, yeah. There's it's just nice. There. Yeah. Nice think, bit of space there. Yeah, I think it's, as well with us. Because we got there bang on time a couple of times because because we had to go straight from work and beat the clock, we get there just as the show's about to start, don't we? Uh, so we don't really want to look around in 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 the dark for seats, so we just stand up by the side. Yeah, and that's a great place. That's a good view from up there as well, isn't it? But yeah, no, I, yeah, know I feel you, like sort of no matter where you are, you get yeah, a good you get view a good as well. View, yeah. so that's always yeah. good. Yeah, I think I think that's the same as what what with the one I'm going to choose the uh, King's Oak Academy um, for, for Chaos. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. It's, it's got a great view from wherever you sit. It's probably one of the only places I don't mind not sitting front row. Yes. Because you've got a good view from anywhere because it's tiered seats, isn't it? They go right down and it's like a little theatre, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and uh, no, it, it's, it's got a great uh, it's got a great atmosphere there as well. You've got a bit of balcony around the side so wrestlers can jump off there as well. You always get a good crowd at Chaos, usually. 
well, always actually. And uh, but it, it, the atmosphere there is fantastic as well. Yeah. Because uh, there's some venues that you know you go to and it's just too much. The ceilings are too high, or they put too many seats out, or it's just like a sports hall basically. Yeah. But yeah, no. So so I'll I'll go for the uh, the Kings Oak. Another venue that I actually did really like um, was the Trowbridge one for CSF. That was nice. Yeah. That was nice. I actually that was quite one. enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was nice because that was a new venue for us, wasn't it? New venue for yeah. them as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think it went really well. They had a first, I think it was a sellout, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so that was good atmosphere. That yeah, it was really good. But what I like as well is probably Wincanton. Yeah. Wincanton. I think. I think. What you say, like the Neon uh, and Kings Oak and Wincanton, are probably three of my favourite venues of all time. In the southwest, I did like the setup with uh, Wincanton yeah. PPW. It's nice that you can just go out to the back and go for the meet and greet then as well, isn't it? But you always get a good atmosphere and a good crowd at Wincanton. You know, it's, it's fantastic atmosphere. Every every UPW show, I've never seen a bad, never had a bad crowd there. I mean, the 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 Yeovil venues where UPW used to run was a bit hit and miss because mm. sometimes it was quiet. Sometimes it's alright, but sometimes it was quiet. But I think. Now they've got Westerns as well, so they, they've got a couple of good venues now, but I, I still think Wincan for me, is the, my favourite UPW venue. Yeah. And it's just, you're near the ring wherever you sit, and, and it, like I said, it's a great atmosphere. And the, the wrestlers come out from that little stage, don't they, and walk down to the ring, it's quite near. I was going to say I like the little stage bit. Yeah, yeah, you, you said that before, you like little stages at shows, didn't you? I didn't realise that I, I rather like them until, like... Yeah. Been to a few where they have them. Like we went to Exposure. Yes. That last one that we went, That's the right, second yeah. one. Yeah. And they had that little stage bit. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. feel like they had that at Southwest Wrestling. They did. They yeah. did that. They put. They had a Christmas tree on either side of the. Uh, yeah. Because a couple weeks before Christmas, they had Christmas on the other side, and they came down the stage. Yeah. No, that was good. That was. Yeah. But yeah, no, like I say, that that's my probably my favourite. Uh, Kings Oak. And yours is the Neon. Yes. I can't argue with that. Uh, and probably Wincan's my third, my, my my next choice, but. Yeah, yeah, so that was good. That, but, but, but there are, obviously, like I say, there's some hit and miss venues, but I think UPW now starting to up their game more now than ever and getting bigger venues with Westlands and, and using the Mercury Hotel as well. Yeah. So they're, they're, And they're using Weymouth, the, um, the pavilions at Weymouth, aren't they? So they've got four really good venues now. And that, nice. that's going to that's gonna sit well for them, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, they'll be using the Westlands show, um, Westlands in Yeovil for the big shows one anymore. I'm not going to do it. Well, <laughs> well, you just intimated it, so leave that to me then. Yeah. Well, it's like I nearly made a joke earlier when you said all of a sudden. I was just like, I very nearly went, well, what's all of a sudden got to do with it? But I was like, no. Yes, I knew you did. As soon as I said that, and you, I looked at you and I saw you like, trying to resist You knew I was thinking it. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I knew. I knew. All of a sudden, you've been thinking about all of a sudden. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. not. But... Uh, oh, that's a bit harsh, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there are other people I'd rather think of. Well, this is true. This is true. Yeah, like most of the rest of us, <laughs> your bays. So we've been through a lot of these now. We've got two left. Two. Well, yes. I've got two left on my list. Radio, fair enough. Do you want to do a show of the year or promotion of the year? In that case, we've got three left. What the hell have you got on yours? Personality of the year. Okay, I'm sure I can think of something. <laughs> Should we go for show of the year? All right, you can go first. With yours. Okay, so my show of the year is uh, <laughs> there's, been, there's been a few, uh, but I'm going to go for chaos, all or nothing. It was uh, it was just one of those shows where every match was fantastic. You had the uh, 
the tag team tournament, the, the tag team match, and uh, ended up with Big Grizzly Dicks winning that. And that was a fantastic match. Then you had the Mike Bird against uh, James Drake. And that was obviously emotional. Yeah. But every match was good. You know, I, I can't fault a match on that. You know, and, and, and the women's match was great as well. Uh, Danny Luna retained, didn't she? But uh, no, I think I think with the atmosphere as well. Normally at, at, at the uh, the sports hall there, it's not normally the best of uh, atmospheres I've been before. But mm. because, I think because they closed off a part of them, didn't have so many empty chairs out. I think we were all bunched in a bit more, and that made the atmosphere fantastic. And when Mike Bird won the title, that was amazing. Mm. The roof nearly came off place, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably my show of the year. And what's yours? So mine was really, really difficult. Mm. Um, I was going to go... I was going to close for another one, but I went for that one in the end because it might burn, basically. I was going to go with, like, a Reach one. Right, um, yeah. But then I thought, I'll do something a little bit different. Mm. So I've gone for our first Dragon Pro show. Oh, right. Yeah. So, like, considering that we literally went to that one because, like, Brendan told me about it. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh, well, we can we can make that one. Obviously, once I finish work. Mm -hmm. um, and we just sort of went to see what it was like. Yes. And then the first match that we got was Giselle, Sh Giselle Shaw versus Ricky Shane Page. Yes. Oh, God. And yeah, so, yeah. like, I mean, for, for, like, your first impression of a new promotion, you, you yeah. can't really go wrong there. No. And it was just, like, a really, really good card as well because you yeah. had, like... Um, Obviously, like Elijah. Yeah. You got yeah. like um, yeah. Bronco, Bronco Danny Jones, Jones yeah. Fletcher Law, yeah, Armina Lily. Oh yeah, she's great. And just like yeah, like the atmosphere as well. Like the but when we walked in, when good. we walked in, Kirsty, the atmosphere is just it. The crowd noise just it. As soon as you walked in, didn't it? Because yeah. we got there was about a minute to spare, didn't we, for that one? Yep. Uh, just enough time for Terry to get to the bar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you got to the bar. I've got my priorities right. And, they uh, had Mark Andrews as there, Flash Morgan yeah, Webster, and Wild yeah, Boar. Yeah. So Luna. it was just like... Yeah, Sid Oakley. It's just so good. And then the fact that sort of throughout that evening, it sort of went from like, a, well, let's go see what this is all about to, Can't okay, well, we're going to the next yeah, one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, Dragon Pro's only shows now where you don't want to miss one, isn't it? It's like, when, mm. it's like reaching that now that you don't want to miss a show. And it's like, I try not to sort of get like too into wrestlers and promotions like as soon as i go to them because mm. you know yeah you don't really want to judge it on your first impression too much but no. it was kind of impossible not to with this one mm -hmm. like um oh who was it oh yeah like when i said like when i said on my blog about like i normally takes me like a bit longer to get into wrestlers but like say with charles crowley like i was like yes you know but yeah so it's like Dragon Pro is like the promotion equivalent of that. Yeah, no, I understand that totally. I don't know if that makes any sense. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's great. It was good. And like I say, we we, we don't have to miss show again. Oh, they don't clash too much. Let's so, hope. Let's hope. Fingers crossed, eh? Fingers crossed. But yeah, no. So uh, also, I gotta I gotta say that um, another show I liked. Uh, oh, can't remember now. Yeah, it's there. Show of the year. Oh yeah, Big League Wrestling Resurgence. Yeah, another show I like. That was. I think that was more emotional. Uh, yeah, because that would have been that would have been my show of the year if it wasn't for chaos, basically. Because mm -hmm. uh, um, we were expecting big league to go, weren't we? <clears throat> and not come back again last year when they when they closed the doors, and then when Lewis announced they were coming back and returning, everybody was getting all excited and thinking, "Oh, big league's back!" And then it sort of, you know, and there was so much on the line in that big league resurgence show. Yeah. But you know, you start off you start off the tag team in the first match, Danny Jones and Big Grizzly. Uh, 
you know, then you know you're for something special. And Eddie's there as well, isn't he? And all the big names are there from 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 big league and UPW. And no, and the atmosphere was great as well, especially in the five on five match. But yeah, that was my other. That was my other. On that little video that they did at the beginning at Big League oh, as well, that was well amazing. Yeah, that was actually that was that was brought a tear to your eye, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I I kind of had a feeling then that was the end. Me too, because it made me think of um, Defiant. Yeah. When David Starr won the title, and you had like a video with we were like the, the champions, and I just went. Yeah. And it, it kind of had that feeling of like you know because it went through the whole sort of like timeline of Big yes. League, didn't it? It did actually. Yeah, and you just had, like I said you had this feeling. Like a bit in Defiant when you thought, mm, you know, although you didn't, you'd think is you didn't know it was going to be the end of Defiant when you went out there, did you? No, but it was like, a, well, that felt like a bit of a goodbye. Yeah. And we said that to the guy. He did you? Said, he said it was a just in case. Ah, right. Oh, fair enough. So, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, but no, it's, it's nice to, uh, it's nice that Big League went out with it on a bang like that, on such a high, and they went out on Lewis's terms, basically. Mm. And he went when he chose to go rather than, have it be forced out through money or anything else. But yeah, no, that was Yeah, that was that's good. always preferable. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. But that was like I say, it was like you said, it was emotional afterwards. But uh but we just gotta thank Big League for so much they've done for everybody really and got us all yeah. together, haven't they? A lot of us together, you know, and kept us together. And uh, you never know, never say never perhaps. But now that UPW have merged with Big League, I think UPW are gonna go from strength to strength. Yeah. And go go on to the next level again. So yeah, I enjoyed that. So after after that, can I ask you a bit something a bit different now? All right. There's a lot of personalities in, in, in wrestling, isn't there? Mm. But what would you say your favourite personality is? It mm, doesn't have to be your favourite wrestler or your favourite heel or your favourite face. Yeah. Uh, just just your favourite personality or gimmick, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Can I give you mine and give you a bit of time to think? Because I just yeah. fire that off. I'm just I'm choosing between a couple, but yeah. Yeah, no. For me. I think Paul Robinson has been fantastic this year. Yeah, he he's a good one. I love I love it when he comes out and he's just uh, trying to fight the whole crowd. You know, he, he got his minders. They got the the minders from chaos there. They're trying to keep him apart from everybody, but he just goes through them and he just tries to fight the crowd and pushes him over and that. You know, no, I just think Paul Robinson and his character, uh, and when he works well with uh, Harry Goff, guiding Harry now to become a bad guy. You know, and turning him to the dark side almost, <laughs> as it were. You know. I'm not comparing Paul Robinson to Darth Vader because I mean, Paul, <laughs> Paul Robinson's far more hard and evil than what Darth Vader could ever be. I think, but uh, but yeah. I thought you were just going to say that Paul, you were choosing Paul Robinson um, for when he beat up Blake Harrison. Well, there's also that as well. That's that's also a bonus, you know. He does have his redeeming qualities. He does indeed. But no, I, th- I think I think Paul Robinson's been fantastic this year, and every time every time he comes out looking to fight the whole crowd, I love it. Yeah, I can't stop laughing and, and you know, loving it. Been really and good. he's got some kind of like insult or comeback for everything. Oh yeah, he? he's been in that way. He's like Rob, Rob the Goblin, isn't he? Because Rob's always got an insult, but but yeah, Paul Robinson's always got something to say, isn't he? Mm. He's good on the microphone as well. Yeah, yeah, he's good on the microphone. I had to laugh the other day at the last one of the last uh, chaos shows at King's Oak. He started saying, "I'll punch those fucking glasses down your throat," and then he realised he was just like kids were there. He said. I'll punch those glasses down your throat, mate. You know, <laughs> as if the kids don't like the old swear word, like. But yeah, no, he's uh, but no, he 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 was really good. I, I just think that's, you know, he, he's he's um the Proteus champion at Progress as well. So he, they must think highly of him, mustn't they? Yeah. So you know, I think yeah, I think he's fantastic. You know, yeah. Well, how about you? 
See, you said you were going to give me a bit of time. Oh, that sorry. was actually a mistake because no, I many. said to you yeah. I was choosing between two and then no, I thought, three. oh, this person, oh, yeah. also this person. Yeah. So now I've changed my mind. Blimey, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just go with who I've decided on now. Go on. Lance Cole. Really? Fair enough. I do actually really enjoy... Um, like his gimmick and his personality yes, in the ring. Yes, it's a great gimmick. Um, at first, the first time I saw him, actually, it was at the first Thursday Night Reach. Yeah. And obviously he had a match against Eddie, so I was yeah. a little bit like, who's, who's this, this guy? guy? Yeah, you always say that. <laughs> Who the hell is this yeah, guy, pretty yeah, much? Yeah. Um, who's this guy? And just kind of thought, no, nah, well, he loves himself, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, and then, and then sort of like he, he grew on me in a way and it was just kind of like uh, in a sort of like I love to hate him kind of way but that's about it. Yeah. Um, and he's just grown on me more and more really. Um, and I always really look forward to seeing him and actually if I go to a show that he's not at I actually am like a little bit gutted. It's like when UPW says he's not at a show I, I get disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I really do because I really like him. Yeah, I, I like him more and more he's every always- time I see him and like as well just like the the way that he works with like Lucian Phillips as well and also when we saw him at UPW in Exeter the way he was with serious foul play when he was on the mic and so it was great he's versatile wasn't he yeah he's very versatile he can do anything I think um, Lance yeah oh always look forward to seeing Lance yes Um, but the other person who I was potentially going to choose was Kelly Six right Fair enough, yeah. He always comes out a bit cocky. Mm-hmm, he does. Um, and that works whether he's a face or a heel. I do like how he does like his diss tracks and stuff like that, except when he's picking on Eddie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, and even like now when he comes to the ring and he's, he's got his microphone in his pocket, that's not a euphemism. Well, you know, um, you did say to me the other day, is that a microphone in his pocket, Dave? Was he pleased to see the Queen? <laughs> is he pleased he to see the Queen? He was pleased to see the Queen exposure. But he's a really nice guy, isn't he? He is. But yeah, no, I I do like how he... Um, yeah, he's good on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, I just lost my train of thought for a second there. You're thinking but about no, Kelly Six. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, just I like that he's... I don't know. It's like he's sort of figuring out, like, mm. what he wants to do, like, a bit more. Mm, no, fair enough. Sense. But no, I know. Like, he started using his, like, rapping and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's quite cool. It's quite different. I've seen some some of his diss, diss uh, tracks and they're really good. Yeah, I do they're enjoy really them. Funny. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell you another character or person I like is, is is your best friend Bronco. Oh, he's great, isn't he? he? Is. No, he's, he's. I think he's very charismatic when he when he's like abusing Plymouthians, especially. I love it. You know, can't beat that when he's. And it's abusing. nice when you can say like nice things about my best friend once in a while. No, you know, I'm not. I'm not totally against him. I I do like him. Great wrestler, and I I do think. And that, you're not consumed with jealousy. Yes, well, you know. Yeah, I just get. Yeah, I'm not going to fight him because he's, he's bigger than me. He's got bigger shoulders than I'm. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, we I, I do food. like how uh, how gobby he is. Yeah, it does make me laugh. Yeah, no, he, he's great because he's changed his gimmick as well from when we first went reach and and the Brendan White gimmick rather than the, the cowboy gimmick. Yeah, kind of thing is 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 working so much better for him now because nobody. I don't think nobody was really into him when he was the cowboy gimmick. 
It didn't quite land. It didn't quite land, did it? No, but this one is, is He's certainly He's just more like off. himself. He is, yeah, you know? he is now, yeah. I loved it, though, when he said he was a workhorse. Let's have a dragon pro and you were oh, more like a donkey. Donkey. And he looked across, who's at that? And he saw it was us and he started trying not to laugh and then sort of shouted, at some, shouted abuse of some woman in front of him, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. Classic Bronco. Classic Bronco, yeah. But yeah, no, that was, that was, that was, there's, there's a lot of great personalities out there, though, isn't there, to be fair? Yeah. Uh, so you know, we, we we are so lucky about what we've got, and in, in and it's, it's just you can't think of them too many at the time. But yeah, no, you got to keep going. So uh, we've, I think that's most of it done now, Chris, isn't it? Yeah, we've got one more. Go on, then. Which I'll let you. Promotion of the year. Oh yes. The big one. They're well, big they're, one. they're all big ones. I'll let you go first, then, Chris. Okay, so I think I know what you're going to pick, but this is going to come as a massive surprise to anybody listening. Renegade Pro. How did you know? Well, there you go. See, we're on the same page, aren't we? <laughs> Always knew it. Always knew no. you were a secret REM Pro fan. It's Reach. Huh. Um, like, not just because they're my favourites, but mm. like I've said before, like, everything that they're doing in terms of, like, story, I just think is, like, the best. Mm. Um, because like, I know that story isn't essential to, like, everybody, but personally, I do enjoy a good story to go with my wrestling. Yes. And I just really like how Reach do everything. And I, I just think as well, if you think about where Reach were at the beginning of this year and look at where they are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, good, yeah. Like, they've grown yeah. so much in that time. And it's, it's only going to get even bigger for them. Obviously, they've got their second anniversary show in, um, like, next summer, which is going to be at yes. the Guildhall in Plymouth. So it's like they've got really, really big plans. And yeah, I think yeah. if anybody could sell out that venue it'd yeah. be reach. Yeah, I think, I think that if, and like you say, if anybody could, they will. Because uh, they've got the local knowledge as well, haven't they? Yeah. They got the local Plymouthians on side and everybody, great catchment area as well. Because mm. you've got virtually all of Devon and Cornwall to start with them, yeah. I like as well though how they've sort of like expanded because it's like obviously when they started out, they did the shows every sort of three months or so. Yeah. Um, obviously in the main venue, um, the School of Creative Arts. Mm. But then obviously they've done a couple of Bodmin Jail Bodmin shows Jail and show. they've done the TNRs, TNRs they've done the yeah. Academy shows. And then 12 they've done shows. Tavistock so one. They've done 12 shows this year. Yeah, like just the way month, that they've it? been sort of branching out, I think is just really, really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm just really looking forward to seeing like what happens in 2024. Oh, I think, I think, I think Reach one of the fastest growing promotions in the country. Yeah, at the moment, and and, and fair play to Jason and Grayson. It's all down to their hard work and the talent they've got there, and the academy as well coming through now. And I think it's all looking really rosy for them. Yeah, definitely. So my promotion of the year, I've had a good think, and for once. <laughs> and I was gonna I think it would be fair to say that I would normally say UPW yeah but this year I'm going for chaos and I just think it's the fact that the shows they've put on this year have been absolutely amazing I've never left a show less than 90% happy you know I think every show's been fantastic and the atmosphere is great at all the shows uh, and you'd think because they said they're closing down next year they might try to wind down a bit by the end, they've just p- constantly produced better and better shows. Uh, so, yeah, chaos for me have, have smashed it. And then it would be UPW. But, uh, but like yeah. Like, you no. just threw UPW in. Yeah, well, that. you know, it's got to, you got to, uh, well, because UPW is the, the, now Big League have gone, UPW are the show that feel like home. Yeah. For me, and, and then Reach. But chaos for me have, you know, no, they've just had it all. They've got it all. They've got great storylines. But then again, sort of reach, but they've got great storylines, great wrestlers, uh, great atmosphere, great venues. 
And it's just, just one of those promotions where I am going to miss them when they're gone next year. And maybe it's a bit of an emotional pick for me as well, but I don't care. That's my promotion of 2019. Well, it's a good choice. Yeah, it is a good choice. Well, I just think so. You know, not bad for somebody you all think very often, is it? You know? <laughs> I want to ask you a question now. Oh, Christ. I'm, it's going to be a quick fire answers. All right, I'm going to name you a promotion. Okay. And you've got to give me one wrestler you associate with that promotion oh, off the top of your head. God, okay. Strike. Kelly Six. UPW. Lance. Big League. Jake McCluskey. Reach. Eddie Ryan. Southwest Wrestling. Ryder the guy. Yes. No, I thought the same. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Chaos. Oh, God. Grizz. Mike Bird. I don't know why I just said Grizz. No, 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 no. When, when he came back, though, Grizz, uh, and Dick Riley was fighting James Drake, and Dick threw him into the uh, James Drake into the into a side room, mm. and James Drake comes flying out, and everyone thought oh, Dick's throwing him out. And when Grizz walks through those doors, the old place goes mental, uh, and it was fantastic. Another emotional moment, really, because nobody was expecting Grizz back. Yeah. I thought the roof, it's like I say, old saying, but I thought the roof was going to come off the place. Yeah. And everybody's so happy because that was the same show where everybody walked out until Dick got reinstated. Uh, so it was a, that was a hell of a show as well. There was, um, so after that happened at Chaos and then not long after that, we went to a show. Yes. And it was my first time seeing Grizz in like forever. Yeah. I can't remember what show it was though, but I got well emotional mm-hmm. to see Grizz again. Yeah. Because I think as well, obviously. That was a King's Oak, wasn't it? No, because it wasn't chaos. It was some. It was another promotion. Ah, right. that was not long after that, and I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. So it wasn't Dragon Pro. It may well have been. I think been. it was because Grizz was at Dragon Pro then, so it probably yeah, was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got really emotional to see Grizz again because mm. he was at my first couple of shows, yeah. my first three shows actually. So it's like, I, I guess I did associate him with like you know my promotions that I go to around here like yeah. a lot because he was one of the first ones that I like was all right talking to. Yeah, he's one this. of the ones that made you feel at home, wasn't he? Yeah, because mm. you didn't mind that was an awkward little shit. Well, you're not, you know. <laughs> you're not even good as gold, really. But It's funny, I actually did have like a question for you. Right, I haven't finished mine yet. Oh my God, okay, what? What have you possibly got next? Well, no, I haven't finished all the promotions. Oh God, okay. Um, well, another one would be Dragon Pro. Bino. Yeah, good one. Yeah, that's all. that's the last one I was going to ask you about, I think. Yeah, so what about your, what was your question then? So just, you know, because I didn't want you to feel shortchanged because I normally do ask you a question. I'm quite glad when you don't sometimes, to be honest with you, but carry on. Well, I have a question for you I anyway. Saw you, I saw you might. So what do you expect from the Southwest wrestling scene in 2020? Well, I expect the Southwest wrestling scene to grow uh, and become even more of a, of a big thing and, and get over more, as they say, with everybody. I think I think people up the country are going to start taking notice of it. I think you're going to have some fantastic writers down this way that are going to promote the wrestling scene uh, on a on a bigger stage. I think you it's good, you know the big the big internet pages will be coming down to see us more. And I think the Southwest wrestling scene is on fire. And I think UPW are going to go from strength to strength. I'm if I'm honest, I'm a bit worried about strike. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I, I am a bit worried about strike. I think they might. Seeing some of the crowds they get, I think they might be struggling a bit. Uh, which is a shame because they're a fantastic product. I really, I really love going up to see strike, but uh, that that's the one that worries me the most. 
obviously Chaos is closing next year, so it might give the likes of Attack and maybe Southwest Resident a chance to move into Bristol a bit more. Mm. I think Attack will possibly use Bristol more now. Yeah. Uh, unless, of course, uh, Chaos get taken over, which is possible, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think the future's bright for 2020. I think you've got a load of great wrestlers, although we'll probably lose a few to uh, WWE. But, you know, that's not a bad thing in some ways because it'd be good for the wrestlers who get taken and it'd be good for the wrestlers who are left behind because they'll be able to get better spots, higher up spots, and they'll be able to prove themselves. But yeah, I think I think, I think think 2020 is looking really good. I'm not that pessimistic about it, like I said, apart from maybe strike. But mm. strike might prove us wrong and go from strength to strength. But I just think UPW definitely, uh, Southwest Wrestling, I think you're looking to improve. Dragon yeah. Pro are going to be fantastic. Although we say the Southwest thing, but we say Southwest, South Wales, don't we? So it's yeah. all in the same area, really. Southwest of the British Isles. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and yeah, so, yeah. I enjoy, I, I'm, I'm, I'm look, I mean, I've been, six, I've been to 69 shows at the end of 2019. You haven't been far behind. I've not kept count, to be no, honest, no. but yeah. But yeah, I think, I think next year will be another great year. What about you? What's your, what's your thoughts yeah, on 2020? So... You're more considered and thought than me. Well, I haven't really thought about it myself. Mm. I mean, yeah, so like Reach, I still have like high expectations oh, yeah. for. Their first show, like the February one is looking amazing. So, yeah. I, and obviously with their anniversary show being at the Guildhall, mm-hmm. that's going to be so good. If they can sell that venue, that'd be fantastic. I really hope that they can. Oh, I'm sure. If Like I say, if, like we say, if anybody can, they can. Uh, UPW, I have high expectations mm-hmm. for. Obviously, they've got... A lot of the big league stuff now so obviously yep. they've got the the video wall for westerns which is going to be great and obviously their production value is going to go up because obviously they've inherited like yes. big leagues equipment and also um, i, I th- think they've got lewis rossler doing the creative now yeah so yeah like i was just going to say I, I expect more from them in terms of story because one thing i would criticize sometimes upw4 is that they'll start a story and then it'll fizzle out yeah no exactly so i think that there's going to be more continuity yes or at least i should hope so you would think so with lewis in um, charge so that's what i mean but i've got high expectations for yes. upw i think mm-hmm. that i will enjoy their shows like a lot more than i do already mm-hmm. that's not to say that i don't already because i do but i just think that i will enjoy yeah, them no, even more so um strike i share your views on mm-hmm. um not really too sure what's going to happen with strike but yeah i mean we'll see we'll see hopefully um, they'll be all right but you know yeah yeah, Dragon Pro was still going to be putting on like really, really good yeah. shows. Southwest Wrestling, I'm hoping to get to a bit more of their mm-hmm. shows just to kind of like see them a bit more consistently. Although I do like that it's still relatively easy to like follow the stories. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do put a lot online, don't they? Which helps. Yeah. On social um, media. CSF, I'm really looking forward yes. to because their February show is going to be so good with that cage match. Well, to be honest, you don't see a cage match, right? So hopefully it deserves nope. to sell out. I've never seen one before, right. so this will be a first for me. I tell you what, I'm looking forward to in 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 2020 as well in February. Mm-hmm. Evolution, Lana Austin against Giselle Shaw. <laughs> yeah, my uh, woman wrestler of the year against my favorite woman of the year. Yeah, so yeah, that'll be a good match. But yeah, but I'm I'm actually yeah looking forward to seeing what CSF will do in the 22nd year. Yeah, because. Oh, oh, yeah. Again, because it's like the beginning of this year, like I went to their first show mm-hmm. and didn't really know a lot of the the roster that no. well. So it was, it did kind of like impede my enjoyment of the show a Cause, little bit. Because like you said to me, you said you couldn't believe that Dan McGee was on the car because he was on first or second then, but he wasn't so over then, was he? 
Well, I'd never seen him before, yeah. so I didn't really yeah. know him. Yeah. So I didn't really have like a lot of reasons to like no. remember him at the time compared to like now. But um, yeah, like my enjoyment of CSF has just been like, you know, the more I see of them, the more I like of them. Yes. So I actually can't wait for February. So uh, I'm, I'm 2020 as well. It's going to be sad seeing Chaos go if they go. Yeah. But at least it's on the, on the uh, owner's choice, isn't it? You know, it's not. Yeah, it's that's always like they lived it out there on their choosing. The better bit to dwell yeah. on, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, like you say, like I say, Attack will probably take over. Maybe Bristol now and do some more Bristol shows, and maybe Southwest Wrestling too. You never know. You might even try and persuade UPW to go into Bristol. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. Even Dragon Pro maybe. But you know, but definitely Attack and, and Southwest Wrestling. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So they do shows, and they get decent crowds. So they do. They do actually. Yeah, it's, it's good. Maybe Evolution might go into uh, Bristol as well. Yeah, just maybe not like on the same day as a different promotion and on the same road. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like Southwest. Yeah, that was that was a bit. <laughs> I couldn't get my head around that. No, I couldn't get my head around Southwest Wrestling and Evolution having the same having the same of a show on the same day across the road from each other. No, uh, just no. I don't know why they didn't have one one day. I know they got to book these things up miles in advance, but surely a bit of cooperation and have one one day, or even have one in the afternoon, one in the evening. Yeah. At least both, at least a lot more wrestlers probably got a, a book in then, I suppose, rather than just having the same wrestlers at both shows, perhaps. Yeah. Don't know. But it was funny that, like, Lan Rostin was at, at Southwest Wrestling that day, wasn't she? And, and Tyson T Bone was at Evolution. Yeah. So easy, nice little trip, trip down together, I suppose. But, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I think, have we wrapped everything up, Chris? Yeah, I think that's basically everything yeah, cool. from us. Next week, we've got an interview with Blake Harrison coming out. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be quite good. We had a nice little chat with Blake, didn't we? He talked about okay. all things Reach and UPW. His, UPW and his training over in America, didn't he? And uh, his training school with uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah. In the Black and Brave. It's a really good, I thought it was a really good interview we had with him. I really enjoyed talking to him. I actually uh, didn't mind being in his company and hmm? saying a few things to him. It was all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, told, <laughs> you told him a few <laughs> untruths, I think. And, uh, I don't think he appreciated that too much. No, I don't think he did, but uh, you'll be able to hear that next week. And then we'll be back in a couple of weeks with the main podcast we will when we're back to normal then happy new year to everybody yes happy new year bye